Hey, I wanted to sneak in here with a bonus episode to let you know a bit more about me and why this podcast is so important to me. I didn't want to make it part of the main episodes because they're all about you, about what you need to discover and learn for your career and life change journey. And although you will hear some stories from my life and other people's lives sprinkled into the episodes when relevant, I wanted to make it easy for you to pass on hearing my story if you just want to get going. So if you're not interested in knowing what makes me tick, you can skip this episode. I really won't be offended. Okay, you're still here. Great. Let me tell you about me. I'm a former corporate career girl turned entrepreneur. I now own a business empowering and educating unfulfilled aspirational professionals to throw out the rule book, find their burning passion and design a fulfilling career or business that has meaning, makes a positive impact and gives them the life they desire now and in the future. I'm half English, half Irish. Well, I think the Irish part is fairly obvious from my name and possibly a slight accent, although my Irish friends tell me I have no trace left of it. I live in a leafy town in Surrey, which, for my overseas listeners, is a county southwest of London in England. It's also the county where the snowy cottage and village of Kate Winslet's character in the film The Holiday was shot, although I hasten to add my place looks nothing like that lovely cottage. I love fresh coffee, dark chocolate, red wine and the occasional gin and tonic and enjoy nothing more than challenging myself by hiking up a mountain somewhere in the world, singing on a stage with an amazing choir or getting dressed up for a night out with the girls. I also have a pretty serious dog obsession and plan to have a new furry friend join me next year. In the corporate world, my career was in learning and development and recruitment, mainly in banking and professional services. I spent many years helping people find new jobs as an external consultant and then as an in-house recruiter. And I've trained hundreds of people in the skills and techniques that have helped them build their careers. I have coached and developed people from the postroom to the executive committee and enjoyed every breakthrough and aha moment and success they achieved. And if you're interested in qualifications, I have a master's in history and English literature, and most importantly, a master's in human resource development, which covers everything about developing people in their careers. So that's my brief biography. But what it doesn't tell you is why I left my corporate career or why it's so important to me to make that change and live my passion. To help you understand, I'm going to share my three defining moments. The first is the most impactful and emotional, as it was a promise I made to my sister Liz. Liz was not just my sister, she was my best friend. After university, we lived together in London, both enjoying the excitement of working and playing in a big city. At weekends, we used to go out for walks along the River Thames and talk about all the things we would do with our lives, our plans and dreams for the future. To us, we had all the time in the world to achieve them. When she was diagnosed with malignant brain cancer at the age of 28, it was devastating but she showed such strength and positivity and was truly inspiring. The type of tumour she had was terminal, meaning there is no hope of survival, and she was given a time frame of two months to two years to live. She bravely fought it for three and a half years, way beyond all expectations, before it finally claimed her just after her 32nd birthday. Now Liz was a talented artist and designer, but through lack of confidence and listening to the wrong opinions of others, she had suppressed her passion for it, and as a consequence, drifted aimlessly, not knowing what direction to take in her career. She had only just discovered what she wanted to do with her life, and was studying interior design when she was diagnosed. She ultimately ran out of time. It was such a waste that all her talent and potential was lost. 
The defining moment happened as I sat by her bedside in the hospice. Just the two of us, and I was chatting away about something, trying to keep her entertained and her spirits up. By that stage, she was quite weak, but she took hold of my hand and said words that have stayed with me ever since. You will have to live for us both now. Wow, it makes me emotional every time I think about it. She was asking me to live the best life possible, take the chances and do all I could to make both our lives worth it. I felt the responsibility, but also a huge sense of purpose. And I promised her and myself that I would make her proud and make the most of my life for us both. Before I go on, I just want to add that this is not meant to be a poor me sob story. I'm talking about these moments because they had a real impact on my life and they're behind why I created the business I have now and this podcast. They were difficult moments for sure, but I've always been an optimistic person and try to find the positive in situations, even in the darkest times. The next defining moment was five years later, just after we'd also lost my dad to cancer. Obviously this was heartbreaking, but it was what we found after his death that really stayed with me. I was looking through his computer files before the funeral and came across one Word document which was simply titled Book. I was curious so opened it and started reading and found myself drawn into the story of my dad's early life growing up in a village in Ireland. It was so descriptive and amusing and really drew the picture of that time and his experiences as a boy. I read on, so excited with what I had discovered, but it came to an abrupt end after one chapter. I searched through all his files and could find nothing more. I was so disappointed. He had always talked about writing a book about his life one day, but we had no idea he'd started. He'd said nothing. His illness was sudden and he was diagnosed and died within four months. We could not help but wonder if he had lived, would he have continued writing? Would we have had eventually read the finished book? The night before his funeral, all the family gathered together and I read it out to them. They all sat spellbound, hanging on every word, and then, like me, sighed in disappointment when it ended and were left wanting more. Now, maybe the book would have come to nothing. Maybe it did not go any further because he was not passionate enough about it. Maybe he just ran out of time or was held back by his own lack of self-belief. We'll never know. But it was another example of talent and potential which had gone to waste in my family. Don't get me wrong, Dad had a great life, was a wonderful husband and father, lived for his family and provided for us all well. But there was so much talent underneath the surface that did not get a chance to shine. It got me thinking, how many other people out there are living their lives, not fulfilling their purpose or potential or living their passions? The third moment was when I had a health scare of my own. I remember sitting on a bus on my way to meet my consultant to get my test results, knowing that my life could change dramatically in a short time. I thought about my sister and how she did not have the chance to live her passion and reach her potential. I thought about my dad, who lived a long life but had so much more to give. And then I also thought about my own life at that time. On paper, I was successful. I had a good job, an income, my own home and a great personal life. But I wasn't completely happy. I'd always enjoyed my work, but over the past few years, something had changed. I was no longer happy in my job or fulfilled by it. I had somehow lost my mojo and was not even sure what I was passionate about anymore. I was stuck in the hamster wheel of commuting, working and weekend, commuting, working and weekend, always tired and always on a timetable. I was not living my life for me and my sister. 
I was barely living it for myself. In my heart and gut, I knew I was meant for so much more. I knew I needed to change before it was too late. So on that bus, I made a commitment to myself that whatever the consultant said, I would change my life. No more putting off my plans to one day or continuing on the same path because it was safe and it was easier. I did not know how or when, but that it would be soon. Fortunately, the results were negative, in a good way, and I felt like I'd been given another chance. It was soon after that that I made the decision to leave my corporate career, and through a process of self-reflection, rediscovered that my burning passion is still for helping others find their passion, reach their potential, and achieve their career and life goals, but without the constraints and rules that come with the corporate world. I needed the freedom that only having my own business would give me, not only to be able to share my knowledge without barriers, also to work however and whenever I wanted. But my biggest discovery throughout the process of leaving my corporate career and setting up my business is the singular importance of being clear on your passion, which is why passion has become central to this podcast and my business. Everyone has talents and skills that they're not using or passions they're not living. Isn't there a saying that everyone has a book in them, for example? But not everyone has a need to use those talents or write that book. Most people are happy to stay on the same path, to follow the rule book, climb the career ladder, enjoy the here and now, and plan for more in the future. And they'll be content with that. But some people, like me, have a strong inner desire or calling to make changes and live a different life. They know they've ended up on the wrong path somehow. They don't want to follow the rules. They're unfulfilled and frustrated because they're in a gilded cage where financial security and fear keeps them trapped. They've always felt they're meant to make more impact in the world, but don't know how to make it happen. And that's where I come in. I have made it my mission to show those people who aspire to more how to achieve the life they crave and not let their passion and potential go to waste. Because no one should wait for an illness to affect them or a loved one, or for time to run out, before waking up to the fact that they are meant to do more with their lives. So that's me, that's my story and why I'm here. Thanks so much for listening and I hope you will join me every week on this podcasting adventure. If you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher. Or if you're new to podcasts, go to my website, nicolaohara.com forward slash podcast, where you'll find instructions on what to do. Join me in the next episode and remember, everyone deserves to live their passion. So get started. This is your time.